listening to I Think I Like You, a counterintuitive approach to dating and relationships in the digital age. I'm your host, Clara Archwager. I'm a coach, I'm a writer, and I specialize in helping women who are already living really rich lives. They don't view marriage as the be-all, end-all, but they do desire to co-create a life with another, deeply so. They're curious to understand why that hasn't come to fruition thus far and how they can pursue those desires more consciously. In these conversations, some with just me, some with incredible guests, and others with my dear fiance, James, will be in that vein, imbued with curiosity, nuance, and a way of looking at dating and relationships that isn't contained to such a formulaic and stifled Hi everyone, welcome back to I Think I Like You, the podcast. How are you? If you'd like to tell me, feel free to shoot me a DM. I'm truly being serious. I'd love to know. At I think I like you.co. Let me know. I am both pretty good and just moving through the stuff. You know, this time is a complicated time of year. And I actually, if you haven't already listened, went deep into some of that for me in last week's episode, which launched on or went live on Friday. There were actually two episodes (laughs) that didn't go live on our traditional day of Tuesday. The first was a longer one about my Thanksgiving holiday on Friday. And then I popped in a mini one all about, um, just a thought on ghosting on Sunday. And I'm looking to do more of those shorter ones. I actually recorded one, um, because I'm often, my, my office is about 25 minute drive from my house and I'm either listening to a podcast or listening to music or honestly leaving a voice note for a friend (laughs) or listening to my client's voice notes, one of the above. Um, but I was like, I said to James the other week, because he's the one who edits the podcast. I was like, if I recorded a voice note to myself as a podcast, could you just pop that into whatever the program is that he uses to, um, produce these things. And he was like, yeah, I can totally do that. So I recorded one last week, all about, um, where we live. I tend to, one thing I, that comes up with clients is this idea that like where they are located and where they live. And I work with people all over the world. I'm talking all over the world from LA to Denver, to London, to teeny tiny coastal towns in Australia. Um, but yeah, people have this idea that where they live is impacting, um, whether they are, or aren't meeting someone, a potential someone. And so I break down how to really align with your location, um, based on your needs and who you are, which is the thing that, that always connects to how you'll meet someone. And actually I talk about my, um, myself in that capacity and my move from the city to upstate. So, um, yeah, more of those, uh, I think I'll drop them on Fridays. That's ultimately the goal Tuesdays and Fridays. But if you subscribe, then you'll, you know, you'll just get the updates. You'll just get the updates right there, right to your phone. Okay. So I have a couple of announcements, things to just talk about, alert you of one of them I mentioned last Friday, but it is now officially live. I'm so freaking excited for this. So if you listen to the podcast a few weeks ago, I had on Anna Gannon, who is an energy coach and psychic intuitive. Essentially, Anna is really masterful at helping you connect to 
your own intuition and under energy and use that as your internal guide, um, which is actually a lot of the work that I do in my one-to-one practice for my coaching clients. So it's just this really beautiful kind of shared approach that we have. And after our podcast, which we received like tremendous feedback about people really loved it. I said to her, I was like, what if we did like this, what if we did a sip and swipe? Like the name just came to me. I was like, what if we did this like class where we talked to people, kind of guided them to connect to themselves, their intuition, just ground into themselves and then actually swipe from there and learn to start using themselves as the conduit versus leaning on external resources, but also in the moment seeing how they lean on or their ego comes into play old, you know, narratives and that kind of stuff, programming, patterning, blah, blah, blah. Um, in the moment. So that's the exact thing we are going to do. We have an official date. There's going to be a link to register in the show notes. It's on December 15th from seven to eight 30 PM Eastern. And it is literally called sip and swipe how to date more intuitively. And basically I'll give you a rundown, but again, all this information is on the registration page. Anna is going to lead us through like a guided meditation to really ground into our surroundings and our body so that we can swipe from a place of full embodiment. So if you are going to attend, like you should be logged into an app and have something live, then I'm going to give an overview of my take on the environment of online dating and some key things to consider. Um, when I'm talking about coming more deeply into ourselves as we essentially pursue partnership. And then we are actually going to swipe because we've only, um, there are 20 spots right now. So there are 20 spots and we capped it at that because we wanted to ensure that everyone had an opportunity to kind of talk through the experience that was coming up for them and the conundrums and that kind of thing. We'll have Q and a woven into everything. And then Anna will take us through kind of a closing meditation just to wrap the space. And yeah, it's the first time we're doing this. Um, we're going to see how it goes. If it goes well, we'll certainly, I don't know, we'll certainly do more of them. I'm sure. Um, we're both just really excited about doing this. So there are 20 spots. It's $35 to attend. And like I said, just click on the link in the show notes. Anna will be, um, I'll, I'll include another link to her Instagram as well. If you want to get to know more of her work, she has incredible reels, on there, um, that are really, really powerful and helpful. She's just like such a beautiful soul in person. And honestly, like she's just one of those people in my life where I'm like, you, I feel so lucky to know you. <laughs> I really genuinely feel that way. She's just such a special person. Um, so yeah, that is coming up December 15th, which I just, it's just going to be so fun. Bring hot cocoa, bring wine, bring tea, like whatever. I've already got a coat drone picked out. I'm going to be in my snuggly clothes. My Christmas tree will be up. My dogs will probably bark in the background. I'll get the wood stove going. I just bought these new candles at Trader Joe's yesterday. We, um, we don't have Trader Joe's near us. And by near us, I mean the closest one is like an hour and 15 minutes away. So I was down in Northern Jersey where James's family is. And I went, I went to make gingerbread houses with my niece and nephew, which was so fun. (laughs) It was so fun. It was the best. And, um, then because I was down there, I made a point to go to Trader Joe's, which we kind of always do. And, uh, yeah, I just love, I mean, I love a lot of things there. All right. But I love their candles. So I'll have that burning and, um, I don't know, 
Maybe there'll be something else I purchase that I'll be noshing on. Either way, December 15th, link is in the show notes. I urge you to secure your spot soon because I just have a feeling these are going to go in a good way. It's going to be super, super fun. And I guess kind of segueing into my next announcement announcement because there's something else happening on December 15th. So the community group, um, the group, I think I like you, the group, which was something that was birthed in October and came to fruition in November. We had a series of sessions over November and we just had our December session. If you're like, what the hell are you talking about, Clara? There will also be a link in the show notes to the community group. And this is a completely free group that I've created and opened up to connect women who are seeking a really more nuanced conversation around dating and the pursuit of partnership. I'm actually on the webpage right now, which is um, on my website. And what I wrote here is it's a space for all women who crave nuance and truth, joy and pleasure, vulnerability, and open hearts in the space of dating and relationships. That's the only prerequisite for joining. You can be in a relationship, single and dating, single and not dating, moving through a breakup, struggling to move through every one of those categories, thriving as a single person or anywhere in between. You know, for me personally, I've really craved a space that brought all of these groups together for the sake of learning and healing and getting it all out and taking it all in. But most of all, um, learning through each other's stories. And after kind of seeing how things played out in November, I did a series of like different sessions. Now I'm just doing one monthly session. So we had our December session on December 2nd at 12 PM Eastern. It was just so, oh, it was just so wonderful. Today's episode, episode, is actually inspired by a conversation that came up there. And our next one is going to be on Thursday, January 12th, 2023 at 12 p.m. Eastern. You can register for everything, get all the details and the dates on the website. Again, I'm dropping that link in the show notes. But the reason why I say it connects to December 15th is because in addition to these live group sessions, which we do via Zoom, I'm also offering office hours. This is essentially an opportunity for you to, we, all of this is done via Slack. So it's all digital. And this one, this one's office hours are December 15th, 4 to 5 PM Eastern next month's January 24th, 4 to 5 PM Eastern. Again, you do not need to memorize these dates. They're all on the website, but those office hours are a dedicated space where I'm literally going to be sitting at my computer, making myself available to answer any specific dating question that you have. In addition, you can also lean on this community. We have over 80 women in there. And when I see people actually lean on the group and share an experience they had or what they're going through or a feeling they had or whatever, it's just it's so beautiful what comes about. Like there was one post last week where one of the women was talking around the, the fear of never meeting someone and the scarcity mindset that comes up with that. And then one of the other women jumped in and, and, you know, gave her thoughts and then referred her to a podcast. And then another woman jumped in. It's it's just so freaking beautiful. I, (laughs) I love it so much. And, you know, even one of the women on the call last week, she said, I didn't say anything this session because it's a very, you know, I give people a written prompt in the beginning. That's very open-ended. And then we share and have a conversation. It's not me presenting or, um, 
yeah, there's just no PowerPoint or anything like that. It's really just an open forum to express and feel more connected. And this woman said, you know, I didn't say anything out loud today, but I just want you all to know that being able to sit here and share your stories and, and just cry (laughs) has made me feel so good. And it's there for that too. So come join, um, sign up for one of the sessions and yeah, December 15th, even if you didn't come to the live session for this month, you are welcome to take part in the office hours. Uh, all right. What else, what else do I have in that realm? Oh, my newsletter. So I have started sharing writing about my wedding and that whole experience this week via my newsletter. Writing is such a healing process for me. And in many ways, it's kind of a channel. Like I write early in the morning and I really trust what comes out and it's sort of like a faucet turns on and then it just, just comes through. And writing about my wedding has been complex and you will understand why if you subscribe to the newsletter. And so I just wanted to encourage folks, if you are not part of the newsletter, or maybe it's getting buried in your inbox to be on the lookout for that because, um, yeah, I know that when I share in this way and I write in this way, I mean, ultimately writing these personal essays, writing from this place is the thing that, uh, really started my business, really drew a lot of people to my work and my content. And I know that it's very life-giving. So I want to be able to, you know, it's being produced. I want to be able to give that to you. So there will also be a link in the show notes to subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't already. All right. I think that's it. We've got our masterclass. I talked about the community group, the newsletter. (sighs) Yeah, y'all. I talked about Trader Joe's and candles. That wasn't, that wasn't really part of the announcements, but you know, it was important. All right. I'm going to sip this water here and then we're going to dig into today's topic. So as I said, this was inspired by the community group and the conversation that we had last week. And one of the women very honestly said, but you know, the thing, when she said it, I was like, everyone feels this way. Um, it's very, very common. She said, you know, uh, I try to be positive. I try to be, you know, sort of forward looking and take action. And I don't know why I hate the phrase, put myself out there. She's like, I am attempting to meet people. I am, but I'd be lying if I said there wasn't this part of me that just kind of just believed it was never going to happen. I know a lot of us felt that way, feel that way. I certainly felt that way. And we can feel that way about a lot of different things in our life. It's certainly not, um, relegated to relationship. It could be, I, I, want this car or this house or this job or this career or this body. But I just have, if I'm really honest underneath it all, I don't believe it's ever going to happen for me or ever going to be mine. And, you know, this, (laughs) this fear is actually like, it's so, my feeling is it's so crucial to dig into that I actually made it a module, like a part of the conscious data, which is my online course, which starts in late January, January 23rd. Um, if you're interested in this a heads up that there is a significant discount. If you join by the end of December, that also will include a link um, to that in the show notes, but 
yeah, I, you know, when she said this, she seemed so like, Oh God, I just, I got to get this out here, but I'm sure it's going to be bad and no one's really going to get how I feel. And I was like, no, it's literally so significant being able to look at this fear. That's why I weaved it into, um, the program. It's actually the second week where we talk about dealing with big fears and impossible situations. Um, because the feelings of this is never going to happen for me. Um, maybe he isn't out there or they aren't out there and they're already taken, or if it hasn't happened already, it's never going to happen. I'm too old. That's a, that's another big one. I'm too behind on my timeline, whatever it may be on a collective level. All of these statements are basically saying it's not worth dating or pursuing someone or trying to meet someone because I already have proof. It won't work out. The proof is well, because the person doesn't exist. It won't work out because if it hasn't worked out already, then why would it ever work out in the future? And again, back to some of those other obstacles that I was sharing, it won't work out because of my age. It won't work out because, you know, there was this specified time in my life and that could be anywhere from your late twenties to your mid thirties to whatever, when this was quote unquote supposed to happen and it didn't. So why am I trying now? It doesn't really matter which one of those statements, whether it relates to general fears, lack of deservingness, age, location, life timeline. It doesn't really matter which one you lean towards the most because each one of them is essentially like if we strip it away, it's basically giving you an out. It's saying if this is true and well, I believe all these things are true. I believe that if it was going to happen, it would have already happened. Or I believe that I am too old, or I believe that I'm already too behind on my timeline. I don't want to believe those things, but if I'm being super freaking honest, I do. So it's giving you an out. It's saying you don't have to date because based on this truth, a relationship is already impossible. I have uh, struggled with this in my own life in the not in the context of relationship more, more recently, but in the context of work where I have wanted for a while now to transition away from one-to-one coaching and to, um, make my business more about like online group programs, online products, online experiences, things that are honestly more financially accessible to people. But I'd be lying. Like once again, here's that language. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a part of me that was like, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if the same life or business or income or all these things would be possible. Um, if I try to go down that path, which is interesting. It's like the path I more so desire. Like it's my honest desire, which is usually the case in relationship, right? We're like, yeah, I I genuinely, honestly, in my heart, in my bones, although I'll get to that in a second because <laughs> on a conscious level, we can think that on the subconscious level, we can have other things going on, right? We can say, I, I want this thing, you know, but we don't know. We either feel that we're undeserving of it, or we don't know how to identify with the pain of not having it. And so we take all this information that is around us, i.e., age and when things are supposed to happen and our past romantic history. And again, I could say the same for myself in the context of work. I could take age, 
the past history of how I've coached and run my business for the past few years and use all of that as evidence that it's not working, going to work out. But really, that just gives me an excuse either not to try or to not feel certain things. For me, fears and insecurities in myself. And when this woman asked or brought up this point last week, what I encouraged her and anyone else related to, uh, who, excuse me, who related to that to do, and I'm going to, I'm going to share it here with you all was to journal on the following, get a pen and paper. And I have to say, I think there's so often that we hear like, take this question and write it out. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to that. We so rarely do it. If you relate to this feeling, I really encourage you to do it. So what you're going to write down is if it's never going to work out, what do I not have to do? And what do I not have to feel? I'll say that one more time. If it's never going to work out, if I don't believe I'm ever going to meet someone and that means I don't have to try, what do I not have to do and what do I not have to feel? And I'm going to leave this pretty open-ended, but in short, like generally when we start to write about those things, like I'll take myself, for example, you know, if I want to shift up my business, so it's larger that I'm creating more experiences and programs that are reaching people virtually versus in a one-to-one capacity, then I have to grapple with, well, what if people don't want this for me? What if it doesn't work? (laughs) What if people think what I put out there is stupid? What if what I put out there fails? What if what I put out there doesn't financially support my family in the way that I want it to, I'm, I'm used to like in that way, then it's not really about, it's not at all about actually like the products and the production and shifting things and da, 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 like the desire for my business to be structured in that way is still there. The obstacles have more to do with the feelings and the fears and the insecurities that I have about this, of how it's going to be hard, of how it's going to be painful, of how I might be rejected, of how I might be judged. And the same is true of dating. It was interesting in a session last week, I was working through, I was like really deconstructing a lot of this like thought underneath it all essentially with a client. And she said to me, she was like, you know, I realize I've built up in my mind that dating is so hard and dating is so bad. But if, you know, I think about it and I've actually never been on a really bad date. Have I been on a boring date? Have I met people that I didn't connect with or I didn't want to see again? Like countless times, countless times. She's like, it's never actually been that bad. Like someone's been super nasty or didn't show up or this, that, and the other thing. And if you have had those experiences, that's fine. The reason I bring it up in this context is because what she was doing was seeing how she had created a narrative, an idea around how something was going to feel. And that was keeping her stuck. That was causing her to not pursue it. And even with that 
recognition or rather that realization in the process as we are, this is what I'll do with folks. I literally break down like the emotional experience of when you open an app, when you see a particular profile and you're looking at it and you're judging someone or you're having certain reactions to it. Like we really slow down that process and we say like, okay, why? What meaning are we giving to that? Where is that coming from? And so that whole, like, these dates are going to be so terrible was really, really coloring, not just her experience on the dates she's been going on, but also again, like from soup to nuts, like start to finish. What is that phrase soup to nuts? (laughs) What does that even mean? Somebody let me know. Anyway, sidebar point is it, it started from, um, just the, the, absolute beginning, like the, the thought of swiping, the thought of asking someone out or, you know, starting up a conversation with someone when she was out and about in her daily life, like it started there and was having a trickle down effect on her actions, like the perceived idea around how it all was going to feel. And so Again, I'm going to read off, I'm going to read off that, that journaling prompt again, because I just feel like it's so helpful to ground in. And I would urge you if you, um, if you are in a relationship, which I know many of my listeners are, but you have something in your life that you want, but you're not going after it, which I feel like we all do. You can use the same question. So again, that's, if it's never going to work out, what do I not have to do? And what do I not have to feel? Basically, what do I not have to deal with? If I've told myself I'm not going to get the job, I'll never sell the book. I'll never create my Etsy business that, you know, whatever, (laughs) um, successfully sells Christmas stockings. If it's already failed before I've even gotten out of the gate, what do I not have to do? And what do I not have to feel? The reason I wanted to bring up this fear is because I do think it's something that many of us, most of us at some point in our single lives feel, but, but it can be like, no, 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 no. If I let it breathe, then it'll become even more like, I can't let it out. Sort of like this monster in the closet. I can't, I can't let it out. But what I'm saying is it's actually by way of like, letting it breathe, letting it out, which again is why I specifically made it a part of this program with even more like dedicated journaling work and ways of just like peeling back all the layers there of where that feeling comes from and how to actually work with it is because there's so much power and leverage there and better understanding why you specifically don't think it will ever happen for you. Because again, those, the feeling of it never happening is connected to something else entirely. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that makes sense. As always, you can drop me a DM at I think I like you at CEO. If that information kind of um, percolates, if you will, um, like everything else, there are a lot of show and show note links <laughs> this week. I will include a link in the show notes to the Gotcha Stater. That's the online program starting January 23rd. If you join by the end of December, you receive $500 off the program. It's technically 501, but 
that feels a little on the nose. All right, y'all have a beautiful week. I have, um, lots of really fun interviews, really good interviews scheduled in the next few weeks. So those episodes will be coming out more of those mini sews. If you have thoughts on the mini sews and what you want me to talk about, shoot me a note. All right, y'all talk to you soon.